0: The text that calls for attention then on this Lord's Day and also on this Confirmation and Baptismal Day comes to us from John chapter 16 and especially these words of our Lord. I have said these things to you that you may have peace in me. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father. And from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Oftentimes, in our minds, confirmation seems a little bit like the spiritual equivalent of high school graduation. After all, you guys have sat in instruction now for a couple years. We put you today in a robe, and soon I'll hand you a certificate. And we even got a special speaker for the occasion. Right here. Pretty special, huh? (laughs) And most graduations, the special speaker will try to say just about anything to make you feel positive about life going forward. They'll paint rainbows in the skies with their words. They'll tell you to be excited about all the awesome things that are to come. Indeed, today I hope you guys will leave with a smile on your face. But I've got to tell you that my approach to getting there is going to be a little different than those graduation speakers might do. I'm not going to try to put a smile on your face just by painting rosy pictures about the future <laughs> But instead, by pointing you to Jesus, no matter what the future might bring. After all, that's what Jesus did with his first disciples. He was quite straightforward about telling them that the future would not always be easy for them as his people. In fact, he told them very clearly, in this world, you will have tribulations because Jesus said that to his first disciples, it's my responsibility to remind you guys of that same truth. Indeed, in this world you will have tribulations, being a person of faith. But know that that is not the end of the story. There will be coming lots of good news for you to digest. But first, we must take seriously those words of our Lord. For the good news that Jesus gives is rooted right in real life, rather than that pie-in-the-sky kind of stuff you might hear elsewhere. After all, the message of Jesus was never, hey, follow me, and your life will be perfectly easy. No, instead, he told his disciples things like, pick up your cross and follow. He told his closest disciples that if they came with him, they would have to drink a cup of of suffering he told them right up front that following him could mean losing everything they had you know i suppose with that kind of talk jesus would not have been invited to do many high school graduation speeches but then again you know confirmation is something quite different than graduation anyways one might do better, actually, to think of confirmation as more of like an oath of enlistment that a member of the military might take after basic training. The rite of confirmation, which you will soon experience, is all about you guys thanking God. Thanking him for everything that he has done for you since the time of your baptism right up into the present. And then, it's about promising that you will abide with Jesus in his church the rest of your life. It's about you confessing that you intend to remain steadfast in your faith, no matter the consequences. And yes, it's true that in this world there can be consequences for being a believer in Jesus. What Jesus told those first disciples still remains true today. You will have tribulations in this world. But you see, there are people in this world that will try to get you to forsake the confession that you are making today. And I'm not just talking about those hardcore atheists that you might see in the movies trying to argue people out of the faith, although they do exist as well. But it also might just happen to be that cute girl or that gorgeous guy who will want to try to convince you that being with them is more important than being with them with Christ. Or it might be a close friend or a relative that will try to tell you that you really shouldn't take seriously all that stuff that you find in God's Word. And the tribulations of this world are not just from the outside, they come from the inside as well. On those days when you're not abiding in that newness of life when Christ, that Christ has given to you in your baptism... That old self that we talked about so often, with all of its desires, will come back and rise. It'll try to suggest to you that sleeping in or going somewhere fun would be much more relaxing than coming and sitting here in the pew or kneeling at this altar. It'll try to tell you that chasing your dreams is much more important than holding on to your beliefs. And we'll try to tell you that your happiness is much more important than your faithfulness to God. And then there will be those other kinds of tribulations in this world. These aren't tribulations that come because someone from the outside is trying to tempt you, or they're not even those that come from the inside as your flesh tries to tempt you. Instead, they are the tribulations which are just common in a world that is broken with sin. Unfortunately, you guys will at times have to experience in your own life or the life of those you love, illness. You will experience or hear about tragedies, either close or far away, and you will lose those whom you love. Jesus tells the truth. In this world, you will have tribulations. But know this, that's not the end of Jesus' talk. Now, the good news that he has for you is that he has overcome the world. You see, every trial and tribulation that the world could possibly offer up has been conquered by Christ. As we continue to celebrate in this Easter season, Jesus, through his death and resurrection, has won victory over all such things. And that is the truth that should bring us great comfort when tribulations come. It is also the truth that gives us great hope so that even when tribulations come, we have something to look past to, that life that God will give us one day in heaven. So when people try to convince you that your faith is outdated or irrelevant or even hateful, never forget that Jesus has overcome such deceptions through his death and resurrection. When your flesh... tries tries to tempt you into doing things that you know are not what the Lord would have you do, know that Christ has given you victory over those things as well in your baptism. In those times, look for the way out that he will provide as he promised in his scriptures. And when the brokenness of this world draws painfully close, know that one day you will live in a place where there is no more pain or tragedy ever to deal with again. Jesus has overcome the world, and he is making all things new. And finally, never forget this. When the world comes up with a lie that you buy into for a while, or when the flesh wins the day in one moment or situation or another, or when all of the mess of this world simply brings you to doubt the confession you made today, Jesus is going to still be there. He has promised he will never leave you or forsake you, even when you sin and sin gravely. Yes, he has promised to always be ready to tell you again that he has overcome the world, that he has overcome even those sins that you will commit. He'll always be waiting for you. He will always be waiting to have you return to him in repentance and faith he'll be here at his altar ready to invite you back time and time again to receive his supper he will tell you time and time again i have overcome the world no doubt this sermon that i gave today might not be as overtly cheerful as some that you might hear at a high school graduation but it's based right in reality. It speaks accurately about this world, and more importantly, it speaks accurately about Jesus and the victory he has given to us. It speaks to you about the one whom you will soon confess, and then whom you will receive. God you will have tribulation in this world, but take heart. Jesus has overcome the world. Amen.